0: He's amused, Cam Newton. Just ask that question. <laughs> he's been insulted by Charles Barkley. When some idiot in the press asked him if you know what you know now, what you'll schedule this game? He's interviewed Matthew McConaughey. I do say go Tar And he's taken on Big Blue Nation. Yeah, see, he's just completely taken the wind out of my sails. <laughs> it's time for the drive with Josh Graham.
1: You are on a Thursday Drive, WSJS News Talk Sports for the Triad. Where if you're a Carolina Panthers fan or if you're into fantasy football, you might want to take some notes here. As the Panthers continue OTAs up the road in Charlotte today, there's a player it feels like has been completely overlooked and forgotten. And it's happened amid all the talk about Bryce Young. That's expected when you have the number one pick. You have the new coaching staff. There's a lot of things that are new over there in Charlotte, there's a guy who's been forgotten about. You heard it here first. LaVisca Chennault is about to be the breakout star on this Carolina Panthers offense because the way he's being talked about over there, it seems like he's Carolina's secret weapon. Whether you agree or disagree with that, there is no denying that his potential was left completely untapped a year ago. Let's go through the timeline very quickly. Carolina traded for LaVisca Chenault after their final preseason game. So they're about to start the season, and Carolina trades for Chenault. It was so close to the season opener that this happened, he wasn't able to play in the opener or in the second game because he was being up, brought up the speed on the offense. But when he did take the field, his first game against the New Orleans Saints, the first time he touched the ball, he went 67 yards for a touchdown. It was the infamous Hasta la Vizca touchdown call from the Spanish radio team.
2: La Vizca! Hasta la Vista!
1: That game. Hasta la Visca. Remember him? He's still on this team. And he was not utilized to his full potential because of the timing. Because of the timing, Carolina couldn't create special packages for him. They couldn't really fully integrate him into what they wanted to do. And frankly, we weren't talking about offensive geniuses that were running this offense with all due respect to our guy, Ben McAdoo, who was calling the plays, of course. he's the That's ex- true. Well played. He's the exception. I take all of that back. He was the one genius last year on that staff. The, the situation's completely different now. He's had a full offseason to build chemistry, to study his new playbook rather than just a week. And this is an offensive-minded staff. Frank Reich, known for his creativity. The guy who authored the Philly special play in the Super Bowl. To help Nick Foles and company beat the Patriots. That guy. Along with Sean McVay disciple Thomas Brown. Sean McVay, known for his innovation and creativity. Those are the guys devising this offense and figuring out how to use LaVisca Chennault. So at OTAs today, Frank Reich was asked about LaVisca and he wanted to be pretty secretive about it. This is what Frank Reich had to say about LaVisca Chennault.
2: Well, you know, it'll be interesting. You know, I think LaVisca has been one of those guys out here that's looked good. You know, we'll continue to investigate the different roles that he can play, even if we had this grandiose plan, which maybe we do, you know. But I wouldn't, right, reveal that, you know, here or now, all the different ways you can use him. But, you know, you look at guys like Debo Samuel and stuff like that, and you say, well, can LaVisca do some of that stuff? Of course he can.
1: Whoa! Secret stuff? Debo Samuel? Debo. One of the top wide receivers on the market? Some of you hear that, and you immediately push back on it and think, that's lunacy. Debo Samuel, LaVisca Chenault, two totally different players. But is it that crazy? It took Debo three years for him to really break out in San Francisco. He was 24 years old when he really started to break out. LaVisca Chenault's 24 years old and going into year four. LaVisca Chenault is one inch taller and six pounds heavier than Debo Samuel. They're similar types of players with similar type of build. And LaVisca, I didn't even realize this till diving into it. His last year in Jacksonville his second year in the league, he caught 63 balls. Do you know how many balls, 63, how how big of a number that is? That's the same number of balls DJ Moore caught last year. 63 balls in Jacksonville. 58 balls as a rookie. We haven't seen this guy utilized yet. He's ready to break out. I hope we hear more Spanish radio calls like this for LaVisca.
0: LaVisca! Hasta la vista.
1: He's the secret weapon that Carolina has on this roster. Fantasy football owners, take note. On Twitter, at WSJS Radio, if you want in. That's where we're streaming video in addition to YouTube and Twitch, 336 1600 if you want in on the show. Will Dalton, the executive producer of the show, taking your calls. And WD, what are you more excited for today? To break down any given Sunday which you watched last night, or talking wrestling with Smashing Pumpkins frontman,
3: Billy Corgan, who's going to join us in a little over 20 minutes. I don't know, man. As good as the movie was last night, Billy Corgan, he's a cool dude. He's interesting. Very interesting guy.
1: The sixth man of Tar Heel basketball, Dot, will also be a guest on today's show. And to channel my inner dot, I'd like to do a pseudo not verbatim right now. With some Tar Heel quotes from yesterday. Just a little lead reading between the lines a bit. Because North Carolina officially announced. What we've known for a couple of months now. These transfers coming in. Hubert Davis hasn't had a media availability since the season ended. So we haven't heard Hubert Davis talk about these new transfers. We still haven't heard him do it. But he did release some quotes. And he released a quote about Elliot Cadeau too. But. Let's dive into these Tar Heel quotes and here are some of the takeaways I had just from what we see from Hubert. The first thing Hubert Davis applauded about Harrison Ingram from Stanford is, quote, his elite versatility. Here's the exact quote. I love Harrison's elite versatility on both sides of the floor. He's a great passer, playmaker, and scorer with size, with size. He's a great leader and teammate, who has a burning desire to win. We initially recruited him in high school, and we are glad he's a Tar Heel. Why emphasize size? Why emphasize elite versatility? It's telling you, translation, hey, we're probably, right now, we're looking at having a pretty small lineup out here. We're going to be okay with a 6'6", 6'7", dude, Harrison Ingram, playing at the four in this offense. In this system, we can have a 6'7", guy, playing at the four because, quote, Harrison's elite versatility. Then you get to Jalen Withers. Hubert made it pretty clear, Jalen Withers, he's not a wing, as some people said he was. This guy's a forward. In Carolina system, he is a forward. Quote, Jalen's a versatile big man. Everybody seems to be versatile nowadays. Jalen is a versatile big man who could do a number of things really well on both ends of the floor. He could consistently make three-pointers, run the floor, post up, attack the offense, and create plays off the bounce. He's an excellent defender and rebounder, exactly what we're looking for at that position. He is a North Carolina kid, and we're glad that he's home. Oh, at that position, big man. Jalen Withers is not being brought in to play the three. Again, this is telling you North Carolina has the intention to play with a small lineup with the moves that they've made, including Elliott Cadeau reclassifying at point guard, and the rotation that we're looking at is it's going to be Armando Baycott at center rotating with Jalen Washington in all likelihood. And at the four, it's probably going to be Harrison Ingram, and spelling him is going to be Jalen Withers. That's the two deep at the four and five position for Carolina. We don't know who the second wing is going to be, air quote, winged in this system, if Cormac Ryan is, in fact, that guy just because he's 6'5". But though that's what I read into some of these quotes. And then Elliot Cadeau did some talking with ESPN and gave this quote to ESPN and NBA draft analyst Jonathan Gavone. Quote, my goal has always been to be a one and done. Reclassifying doesn't change that. It's definitely my end goal to be in the draft as soon as possible. But this takes pressure off me to be a one-and-done and give gives me the option of staying two years if needed. Now, the media, I'm mad at some of the people at ESPN, the way that they frame this, because the headline did not include that back piece. So many of the headlines I saw circling around or circulating about this story was Elliot Cadeau saying, My goal is to be a one-and-done, and reclassifying doesn't change that. Oh, well, this guy, he's looking too far ahead. He, you know, Tyrese Proctor we saw last year, there was an adjustment period. It takes some time to jump to the league. This guy, his priorities need to be reset. And then you read the back end of the quote, and that's completely fine. Yeah, your goal should be to get to the league. That's That means you're really good if you're jumping to the league after one year. But... Kind of like with Tyrese Proctor. This takes pressure off of you. You're still on schedule if you have to stay a second year because you reclassified early in Elliot Kado's case. drive with
4: Josh Graham, only on double.
1: The first two callers right now at 336-777-1600 will win a pair of tickets to the National Wrestling Alliance's show at the Winston-Salem Fairgrounds this weekend. It's the Crockett Cup. A lot of history with that. It's coming to the triad. 336-777-1600 is the phone number. We're now being joined by the man who runs the show with NWA Wrestling, who you might also know as the front man of Smashing Pumpkins. It's Billy Corgan with us on WSJS. And Billy let's start at the beginning here what are your roots for your love of wrestling like what do those roots look like from when you were younger
5: well you know we had great stars here in the in the 1970s when i was about four or five years old dick the bruiser the crusher baron von Raschke, Vern gagne nick bockwinkle bobby heenan so i grew up on that bruising kind of in your face uh, style of professional wrestling so that's kind of what we tried to bring back to the nwa we're we're out to become the toughest promotion in the world
1: because that was back in a time when wrestling was very splintered it was very regional when we brought the event up a couple of days ago on air we actually had a caller who brought up hey 98 crockett cup down here in greensboro it was a tag team event it was lex luger and sting beating ivan koloff the russian bear and company on their way to a title obviously rick flair has deep North Carolina ties. Vince McMahon went to my alma mater, East Carolina university as a wrestling aficionado. What's your level of familiarity of wrestling history in this area in the state of North Carolina?
5: Very, very good. Actually. Um, You know, when you, when you buy a company like the NWA now in its 75th year of continuous operation, I mean, you got to do really deep dives to appreciate and understand the history. And of course, getting to work with David Crockett, who'll be with us at the Crockett cup uh, this weekend Uh, And of course, associating just to be in in association with the Crockett family. It's such a great honor. And, uh, you know, I think one of the greatest compliments I've gotten since I bought the NWA was I was standing with uh, David about a year ago at the Crockett Cup when we ran it in Nashville. And he said, see that sound that you hear? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that reminds me what it sounded like back in about 84. You're doing the right thing, kid
1: that's unbelievable billy corgan with us here on wsjs it seems like there's a lot of showmanship that's required to be a frontman of a band like smashing pumpkins which you are was there a time in your youth that you thought hey maybe wrestling might be the pursuit not music professional wrestling that is
5: oh no i i want nothing to do with what goes on in there those those boys and girls are rough man they're 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 another breed i don't have that gene i have the other gene you know i'll tell I'll tell 50,000 people where to go, you know, and, and I'll do it in a, in a black dress. But, uh, no, the wrestling G and I do not have.
1: Yeah. Growing up, I learned this, like in my, my dad is a very understated person. And I learned as an adult, just flipping through family portrait, uh, family photos back in the day that my dad was very close friends with macho man, Randy Savage. And ah. just like going through the portrait, I, it, it's literally a picture of him standing in our foyer. I'm like, dad, is this, macho man standing in our foyer. He's like, yeah. So then we get into some of the stories and he just tells me behind the scenes, like you obviously have the suggestion of people will say, Oh, you know, it's choreographed and all this, the injuries that guys sustain and the bumps that they take behind the scenes. If you could only see it behind the scenes, that's what my dad would always tell me. You would be amazed by what these athletes go through. What's the best example of you can bring up to be behind the scenes of some of the bumps and bruises. Some of these guys take
5: well, I mean, I know guys who've had their necks fused, their backs fused. Um, I talked to Raven, legendary wrestler, a friend of mine now for about 20 years. I think he's on his fourth surgery, where he's got had his shoulder done, both knees done. Now he's going for the other shoulder. So, anytime anybody brings up the F word, which is in wrestling means fake, <laughs> um, I, I, I I want I don't want to hear anything about it. Look, these are these are gifted performers and uh and what they bring the the level of entertainment and the physicality and i think that's what people really are starting to notice about the nwa at least the modern era nwa we're really bringing that sort of bruising physicality back and um and you know look it's a show and we want to put on a great show and we're so proud to be able to come to winston-salem and put on the show this weekend
1: billy corrigan with us here nwa wrestling in winston-salem the crockett cup you when you talk about tag team tournaments it's hard to get better than that either in nwa or elsewhere has anyone ever approached you about using a smashing pumpkin song as their walk-up music
5: oh yeah yeah in fact some of the current wrestlers have, have pulled me aside said do you mind if i use your song here for this entrance theme i mean i've had my entrance themes used by uh, what used to be tna now impact wrestling uh, i think ring of honor at one point even used one of my songs for a theme so yeah um i mean i love it i think it's awesome um it's you know it's, it's look it's supposed to be fun right and so when it's when it's that i'm all for it
1: since you are on a sports show i did some deep dive on you and i found something that you and my producer have in common billy corgan you used to collect sports trading cards and our guy will dalton still does that to this day what was your most prized card back
5: in the day Ooh, that's a good one gosh Um uh... That's a tough one, you know, because I, I I was you know when I was a kid it was this was before like the, the internet right just having a card like I had like a '50s Mickey Mantle you know whoa it. but it wasn't but it wasn't like you know perfect and the and you know you know it still smelled like bubble gum you know what I mean it it's seen a couple better days <laughs> you know back when I was a kid you just traded the card because you wanted the player you had no idea like mint versus you know of course you didn't want one all crumpled up. Um, And and this is a sad story. I think I amassed about 10,000 cars in my youth, trading and shucking and jiving. And uh, when I was a when I was a desperate, uh, broke musician, I sold them all for about 150 bucks to a charlatan. Oh,
1: my goodness. Goodness, Billy Corgan. So that was the low. Was was that the low point of your music career before it before it really happened for you? The time you had to sell your baseball cards?
5: Oh, I I starved. I mean, you know, my family was not uh, supportive of the idea of me going into music. My father was a professional musician, but he never achieved any kind of real success and ended up, you know, broken and busted and on drugs and in jail and all that stuff. So they thought I was going to follow that path. So nobody was willing to support me in any way, shape or form. So, yeah, there were years I totally starved and lived on floors and couches and the whole thing.
3: Will, what's the card that you're not going to sell? Like you have and I'm not selling this one. I don't have a card that I wouldn't sell right now. Now, you get me a LeBron of some kind, we might have a conversation. But I, I don't really own one right now that I wouldn't part with. Understood. Billy
1: Corgan's with us here. Speaking of our producer, he's seen none of the good movies either. So we make him watch a new one each week. Like last night, for example, he watched Any Given Sunday for the first time. Hadn't seen it before. What's on your Mount Rushmore, Billy Corgan, of most rewatchable movies? It doesn't have to be four. What just comes immediately to the top of your head? I've seen this movie more than any other movie.
5: Well, if we're talking sports movies, remember the movie Brian's Song?
1: Yes, based yeah. on based on a guy from uh, Winston-Salem.
5: Wake oh, Forest. I didn't know that. Wake Forest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was such a sad story, obviously, you know, Um that's a movie I've seen about 20 times. Talk about a great sports movie.
1: Brian Piccolo is a Wake Forest University football player that went on to go on to the NFL. What Brian's song's based on. So there you go.
5: And of course, a sports, I guess, sports related movie, Burt Reynolds, The Longest Yard. Remember that one?
1: WD. Please tell me you've seen The Longest Yard. <laughs> Listen, I've not seen it. Oh, you shouldn't be surprised oh, by that. this. This is awful. what it's like every day, Billy. Did you know, hey, Burt Reynolds, ACC legend, played at Florida State? He was roommates with Lee Corso back in the day. How about that? There you
5: go. I did. I did know about his his deep love of of the game.
1: Good to know, Billy Billy Corgan. It's just great to to, to catch up with you. Big fan, and uh, look forward to seeing what you guys got going on in the Winston Salem Fairgrounds this week. And thanks for making the time on WSJS
0: today. Thank
5: you. We'll see every. I'll be there, so I'll see everybody out. Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: You're on the air. Wake up with Jeffrey Griffin and Triad today. Weekday mornings at 7. Now back to The Drive with Josh Graham.
1: Last night, WD watched Any Given Sunday for the first time. And I gave it a rewatch too. And as I was watching this movie I hadn't seen in at least a few years, I realized it's a good time to watch it. Not just because it stars Al Pacino, who's having a child or expecting a child. His girlfriend is at age 83. Pacino's 83, not his girlfriend. She's 20, 29. And not even just because of that, Jamie Foxx, he's in a really rough situation right now, and this is one of the best roles that Jamie Foxx had. Really? Willie Beeman. You also have Lawrence Taylor in this movie. Jim Brown, who just passed away, was the defensive coordinator in any given Sunday. So it just seemed like the right time to give this a watch for WD. So let's figure it out. Let's figure out together if he liked it at the movies with the WD.
0: Unless you're talking about Star Wars. Obi-Wan has taught you well. Movies aren't exactly Will's thing. I don't get it. You want cuckers, swine? But that's about to change because Josh can't stand it anymore. This is At The Movies with Will Dalton.
1: All right. We got a few different topics to hit on here. Let's start with this. What did you like about Any Given Sunday, 1999?
3: I love hearing Cameron Diaz talk about football. Really? There are Summer,
1: times it seemed pretty she, obvious she didn't know what she was talking about. And the same thing for Pacino. It seems like times they were writing a script when some, she was talking about salary cap
3: things. Yeah, hit that cap. I hit that cap last night. Tough. Yeah. Uh, the party scenes also. They were just very fun and Lawrence chaotic. Taylor
1: cutting in half yes. a SUV stands out. Really? This movie ages well in this way it was very prescient talking about football like think about it this is 1999 and they're talking about Lawrence Taylor's character being quote a concussion case and talking about concussions regularly in this movie like varsity blues might have come out the same year where they were talking about concussions too so that you know seems like it was ahead of its time also Willie Beeman was the first great running quarterback before Michael Vick. Yes, he was. He beat Michael Vick by a couple of years.
3: I think Stephen Willie Beeman crawled so that Michael Vick could run. This actually kind of reminded me of Lamar Jackson a little bit. Not Vick. Well, I, I thought of Lamar Jackson only because he had to sit there behind Joe Flacco. And you were five when <laughs> yeah. Michael Vick was playing quarterback. And he that. finally gets his shot over the washed-up old quarterback. Hmm. So that reminded me of that. I got you. And, and the mixtape was great, too, by the way. Yeah, the Steeman Willie Beeman tape <laughs> was Couldn't great. And more. the
1: guy playing Jim Rome. Yes! That yeah. was, you know, Dr. Cox, John McGinley <laughs> from scrubs what would you say you do here guy
3: from uh, office space too? did we make you watch office space i think we did you showed me a clip is that the one where they beat up the printer yeah you showed me that scene but we haven't watched it yet. oh we haven't watched office space to. writing that down okay what didn't you like about this movie this one's very easy for me the veteran quarterback's wife I actually like that character. Like let me load you up with drugs so I can still live my rich lifestyle. I haven't seen a character like that in a sports movie. I think it was a nice zag. I, I like her. And I, I like
1: it. Like you know. See? You you you're you got the smoking hot wife and maybe she's not the best person when she's, she's dating not. you for dating you for your football. You you dated her. You you you, you maybe should have done a better job. Dennis Quaid. Yeah. She couldn't be like your wife, but that really does fall in line with all the crazy Oliver Stone stuff. Oliver Stone, who also directed JFK among other movies and wrote Scarface. This, this might've been like a Scarface sequel in the sense that, you know, Al Pacino's in Miami coaching the sharks. You know, this might be Tony Montana coaching. His name's Tony. Come on. What are we doing here? Uh, yeah, but the filming of football scenes way over the top. Like you're talking about like eyeballs are falling out on the field. It's a bit over the top. Like he's filming he's filming football scenes the same way he was filming Vietnam war scenes and platoon fifteen years before that. And then the over the top cuts to gladiator scenes and stuff. We get it, Oliver Stone. You're you're comparing football players today to gladiators back in the day. Very profound stuff.
3: Kinda of felt like NFL Blitz in a way. Duh. <laughs> maybe that moot game was created on Maybe because of
1: this movie. Best quote. It's the speech. You know what? Like, yes, kill the music. Let's let's just do this. Let's just do it this way.
4: I don't know really what to say. Three minutes till the biggest battle of your professional life all really comes down to today now we either heal as a team or we're gonna crumble inch by inch play by play till we're finished we're in hell right now gentlemen believe me and we can stay here or we can fight our way back to the light. We can climb out of hell one inch at a time. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out lives, this game of inches, so is football, because in either game, life, or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. It's the inches we need and they're everywhere around us. On this team, we fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch because we know When we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the bleeping difference between winning and losing, between living and dying. I'll tell you this, in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's gonna win that inch. And I know if I'm gonna have any life anymore, It's because I'm willing to fight and die for that inch. Because that's what living is. The six inches in front of your face. Now I can't make you do it. You gotta look at the guy next to you, Look into his eyes. Now I think you're gonna see a guy who's willing to go that inch with you. You're gonna see a guy who sacrifices himself for this team because he knows When it comes down to it, you're going to do the same for him. That's a team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. That's all it is. Now,
1: what are you going to do? Oh, my. So what did you think the Rotten Tomatoes score for Any Given Sunday 1999 was? You got to get within 5 in order for it to be correct. It's doing 89. 73%. Wow. And the critics gave it a 52.
3: Jeez.
1: And that's been at the movies with the WD That's right. First to call in gets tickets to go see the Winston-Salem Dash on Saturday. 336-777-1600. Kind of a big sports weekend in Winston-Salem. You got the Crockett Cup, NWA, wrestling. We had Billy Corgan on the show earlier. If you missed that, it's on our YouTube channel Um, in its entirety. You got across the street the number one ranked Wake Forest Demon Deacons hosting a regional. And yes, the Dash are in town. B-Dot, 6 man of Carolina basketball, now joining the show. Dot, let's start with the Tar Heels. What excites you the most about North Carolina for the first time in a long time having a true pass-first point guard with Elliott Cadeau reclassifying and also becoming the Tar Heels' first five-star high school recruit in three years?
2: Nothing. Nothing, Josh. I'm telling you, man, like, and I I know it's tough for people to believe it, but I refuse. I refuse to get excited about another team that plays in the fall in May or the first day of June. I refuse to put a lot of to put any more stock. In freshman, I just refuse to do it. Now, do I like that we got a five-star straight out of high school first time in three years? Absolutely. The highlight stuff I've been seeing from Elliot Cadeau, is he a dog? Absolutely. The optimism of him tossing lobs to Mondo and, and Simeon Wilcher out there. Yes, I can understand all of that. But listen, the last two years took an emotional toll on me, Josh. Like being at the apex, man. I'm talking about flying down in a Honda Civic to the Final Four. To not finish the business, for everybody to come back minus minus Brady, and for us to have the season we had last year—see, like all year last year, between um, New Orleans and, and 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 live in HD last year—that period was just excitement. Like I couldn't think about anything else but Carolina basketball.
1: And you're oh not God. listening to me. And you're not listening to me between May and October of last year.
2: I don't listen to you at all, Josh. I listen to myself. And I was excited about the optimism of the team. And that's all we got now is optimism. All you can tell me when I'm supposed to listen to you now tell me how great Elliot Cadeau is, you don't have to tell me how, how great he is. I know. But the only thing we're going to have is optimism. And I just refuse to put that much positive energy into a team that I haven't seen touch the floor yet. I will get excited about Carolina basketball in September.
1: Okay. So maybe this is the best way to utilize your talents. They officially announced all the transfers yesterday and announced Cadeau on the roster. And in doing so, Hubert Davis attached statements to each of these releases, each of these announcements. We don't have sound from Hubert. We haven't heard from Hubert since the season ended. So we can do a not verbatim me reading you the quote about a couple of guys And you could just tell me what Hubert is saying. Hashtag not verbatim. Does that sound good?
2: That's fine. Let's do it.
1: Okay. Let's start with how about we look at Elliot Cadell, who North Carolina signed this week officially. Hubert Davis said this in a statement. Quote, Elliot is an elite passer and playmaker. He always wants his team to win and excels at making his teammates around him better. Elliot is a selfless teammate who consistently celebrates the success of others. He's a great addition to our team and program, and we're excited he's a Tar Heel.
2: It's like Kendall Marshall 2.0, but with the Marcus Page desire to just get dubs. That Joel Berry fight. You dig what I'm saying? That's what you're getting in EC. And we're just happy that he decided, you know what? These high school chumps ain't enough. I'm ready to take it on to the big leagues. And put on that Carolina blue. We welcome him in the Smith Center this fall. Hashtag not verbatim.
1: It'd make me so happy. Just one time, if Hubert Davis, in the middle of an answer, said, "You dig what I'm saying?" (laughs) B. Dot six mandatory basketballs with us. Next quote here. uh, quote on Cormac Ryan, the Notre Dame transfer. Cormac is is an accomplished college basketball player who has consistently performed at the highest level on the biggest stages. He's a great shooter a great defender, and a great leader, and a fierce competitor every time he steps on the floor. We are thrilled to have him here at UNC.
2: You saw the way Cormac used to light our asses up, ain't it? Well, we're happy that he's in a Carolina jersey now. You saw the way he would play defense and then come down and drop three-point baskets? Well, now he gets to do that for us. We get to cheer for Buddy. You dig what I'm saying? I like Cormac coming. He's, 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 He's older. He's skilled. And we can't wait to have him in Chapel Hill this fall. Hashtag non-verbatim.
1: Yeah, uh, no no uh, kicking Puff Johnson in the head jokes in there. I'm, I'm glad. Nah,
2: no, nah. I wonder are they going to say anything about that though in the locker room. I wonder is that going to be a bit of conversation. Well, hey, I, I mean, I mean if you
1: remember there. the play, though, if you remember the play, it was Puff. He's not there. And Caleb Love was the one to confront Cormac. He's not there either.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder, is it water under the bridge or is Mondo and RJ going to be like, yo, we still know what you did to our man, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know.
1: By the way, we kind of nailed it with Arizona last week, didn't we, for Caleb?
2: Nailed it. Super nailed it. I, I thought that you were going to uh, just grab those clips and drop them back out there because we called it. It's perfect. It was perfect, and I'm so glad you gave me the date, November 10th. Man, I will definitely be in the Smith Center. I mean, uh, in Cameron Indoor. Now, I would like to say this, though, Josh, (laughs) because I saw a very funny tweet because I put out to the Carolina family. Hey, Carolina family, what do you say we all go to Cameron and root for Coach Rob and root for uh, Caleb? And, of course, we were saying, sorry, you can't get tickets. Nobody wants you. The funniest post to me was the one that said, why didn't y'all just cheer for Caleb while he was uh, a Tar Heel?
1: <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now it's time for B-dot's grammar school.
2: Josh Graham has
0: his own way of speaking. And just when you think it can't get any worse, Josh is going to attempt to learn B-dot's vernacular. I'm gonna put one in the air. It's time for B-Dot's Grammar School. Nobody better than B-Dot. Free game, during game, post game. Brought to you by Heritage Hardwood Floors. When it comes to flooring, they have no ceiling.
2: Heritage Hardwood Floors! You know what's dope? I put up a picture, I mean a video of me winning um, a tournament at Winston-Salem State, and my boy W.D. comes in the comments and says, those look like Heritage Hardwood Floors. I said they are Heritage Hardwood Floors. When it comes to flooring... (laughs) They've got no ceiling, baby.
1: Yeah, Um, I have a call. I don't have really a call-casted question to ask you. I wanted to use my call-casted question as an opportunity for you to tell us how your rainy Memorial Day weekend was out at the postponed Coca-Cola Six Hundred over the weekend.
2: It was freaking horrible. Of all the weekends, man, I wanted to be out there at the the Coca-Cola Six Hundred sipping on Coca-Colas. You know what I'm saying? Like, watching the cars go fast. But I ain't watched nothing but the rain come down. I was in the garage, man. I got a chance to see the uh, the Carolina Blue 45 Jordan car. That joint was sweet. And guess who was there, yo? Ivory Latta. Who, was... who? Ivory Latta was
1: there, I think.
2: Was Ivory there on Sunday? Yeah. Didn't even know it. But guess who I ran to into the garage? Who? A running back for the, uh, for the New Orleans Saints. Deuce
1: McAllister?
2: No, Goofy. Alvin Kamara. Oh. AK was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He picked up NASCAR. So, like, he, like <laughs> he's, like, helping with Deuce, the diversity Deuce, Deuce McAllister hasn't been the running back for the Saints for 15 years. <laughs> Bro, I just kept 15, going. I wasn't even about to play those two 15 years, Deuce, <laughs> Deuce McAllister. Pittsburgh still a running back. Oh, uh, the bus? But shut up, Josh. <laughs> All right. So, if this is your first time listening the grammar School, it's very simple. I have three words or phrases for Josh Graham. Ooh, 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 let me get a Jets quarterback. Joe Namath? No, no, not talking about Joe Namath, Josh Graham. What I do is I give Josh Graham three words or phrases that are heavily used in the urban demographic. If he gets two out of three correct, he gets a satisfactory grade. Do we have any prizes for anybody that might want to help you, Josh? Uh,
1: W.D., you know... Did do we have any uh, Winston Salem Dash tickets for Saturday left over?
3: Well, no, we gave all them away.
1: Okay, but we have, you know, we'll give away one of the pairs for Sunday.
3: We got those. We do. Oh, so yeah.
1: we'll do that. Do we have any Chevelle or Three Days Grace left either?
3: We might have one. Let me double check that. Okay, you'll
1: you'll get some tickets of some sort if you if you call in and try to win. Okay, three three six seven 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 one six hundred. There you go.
2: Josh, today's segment is all about songs. We sang in the hood. Oh. Okay. Up first, what are Bobo's?
1: Bobo's. 336 777
2: That's what Josh does when he needs your assistance. When he has no clue what the answer is, he very swiftly throws out the phone number.
1: Yes. And there will be some sort of reward that WD gives you if you come in and help me out. I really do need the help at three three six. Bobos? Yeah. Are you kidding bobos. me? I know what and if, and if, I know what throwing bows is from like
2: Oh, what what is throwing bows, Josh Brown?
1: Like throwing elbows. But I don't
2: know yeah, if throwing bows, yeah. I don't know if that is the same
1: as bobos. Who am I going to on Not the line here?
3: Artie and
2: Thomasville. Wait. Wait. The person that helps you, they have to sing the song with it. Carry on.
1: Artie, can you sing the song?
0: If there's a song, then I definitely don't know it. I thought they were shoes.
1: Okay. Bobo's are shoes. Thank you for the call, Artie. I don't think I'm going to take that advice, so that call doesn't really count. I have to take the advice in order for it to count. Shoes? Ah. Like clown? Like, I, I see what he's saying. Like, Bobo the clown. Bobo's are like clown shoes. I could see where his <laughs> mind goes there. Mm-hmm. Bobo's... I don't think that was ever referred to in the in the song "Southern Hospitality." Hey. Who else do we have?
3: Keith and Winston, what do you got? Keith, can you sing it for us?
1: What Bobos? Yeah,
2: Bobos make your feet feel fine. Bobos cost a dollar ninety-nine. Oh, so that is one hundred percent correct. Whoa! That is one hundred percent. Whoa, correct. Keith! Yeah, Keith, you made
1: it <laughs> happen. <laughs>
2: And Artie was right. Bobos are them. shoes.
1: What was that, Keith?
2: I had
3: to wear them myself growing up.
1: There you go. Thanks for the call, Keith. Uh, stay on
4: the line. Hey, W-D-O. hook that
2: man, Keith, up, man. Keith is definitely not. And Bobos are not shoes you want to wear. Bobos are ugly shoes. You get picked on for wearing Bobos. The song goes like this. Kill the music, WD. <laughs> bobos, they cost a dollar ninety nine. Bobos, they make your feet feel fine. Bobo.
1: <laughs> That's incredible. What's the next one?
2: Next one. All right. These these good for your heart. The more you eat them, the more you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. That makes these a hearty meal. Beans. What are these? Beans. 100% correct, Josh Graham. 100% correct. Let's go.
1: I grew up in the correct. south. I grew. Up, my voice doesn't sound like it, but I grew up in the south, man.
2: Okay, so that's a southern thing. That ain't that ain't an urban thing. That's a southern thing. Oh right yeah, there.
1: my mom used to sing that song.
2: Okay. Say less. All right. Last one. This is music, Josh Graham. All right. What do we got? Why did Miss Mary Mac ask her mother for fifty cents?
4: Miss Mary Mac, 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 all dressed.
2: Hear the music. Black, black, black.
1: <laughs> uh, is it because someone stepped on a crack? Let's go to the music and see
4: Miss Mary.
2: Cut it, cut it, cut it, oh, no. cut it, cut it, cut it, Oh, cut it. no. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? That's a little urban, little hip-hop bounce version they did. I found a caucastic version, too. Drop it, WD. Caucastic? Wait, what do you got? There's a caucastic version,
3: too? Is did you,
2: have, did you, have, you don't have the other version, WD?
3: No. Let me... Let's... Okay. All right. I thought I sent you a... two. Don't worry about it's it. It's all don't right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> not, worry about it.
1: Not, <laughs> we'll have that be... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll look up the caucastic version on our own. <laughs> That's been a grammar school. I still got a passing grade, I think.
2: Yeah. You did get a passing grade thanks to Keith. Keith hooked you up, Josh Graham. There's
1: no question. On the way out, I got to know, WD's got heat in seven. I got nuggets in five. What do you have for the finals that start tonight?
2: I'm with you, Nuggets in five, and that's being hospitable. I really think it's Nuggets in four. These guys are on a mission. And Ooh. although I like the Heat, I like Jimmy Buckets, man. The Denver Nuggets are the best team in the NBA, the best team in the West with the ultimate Mitch mismatch in Joker. But I do think Spo and Jimmy Buckets can get one.
1: Mitch match. I think that is a tease for next week. Next week we got to talk about what Mitch Kupchak is going to do in figuring out the number – two pick in the draft but we'll save that we'll put a pin in that for now we need to go to a commercial break so that way i can listen to the caucastic version of miss mary mac uh yeah. be not be not thanks for us uh, spending the time my friend we'll talk to you next week peace